0: Alright guys, welcome back to the Yanagita Podcast Show, episode 32. I got co-host Courtney, and we got guests, we got Daniel in the house with Aklib. And Daniel, tell us, how did you get started in all this? Who, who are you, and what do you do? Um, I
1: don't know. I'm a simple guy. I'm born and raised in Maui, know, I'm 22. And I don't know, I'm just trying to, trying to make a difference out here, a positive difference at the very least. And yeah
0: so how did the actlib initially start?: uh,
1: So I was in Oregon at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to do something you know, do something big. Um, I was very bored at home, and then I just started making stuff on Photoshop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I was very ba- based around fitness, mm-hmm. so I immediately th- thought about the word um, or the, the heartbeat symbol mm. and then um, um, what that. And then I thought about the word Acliff, so I just combined it and just made the logo.
0: So, so you were just working out with that college or something? or? Uh, yeah,
1: I was doing junior college in Portland, Oregon. I went there for a year, but I, I came back home. Oh, got it. Yeah,
0: but yeah. it was a good experience. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: Portland, Oregon you were in. Portland, Oregon. Wow. Yeah. And so since that time, you're, you've are
1: you been home and doing this now? Uh, yes, yes, but not 100% consistently. Mm-hmm. I've been on and off here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, life just came in the way, so. But um, I'm trying to be 100% now, at the mm-hmm. least, so I like that. Thanks. So how did you guys
0: meet? I'm curious. Everybody's probably curious. Courtney, Diane, how did you guys meet? How do you guys know each other? I mean, Maui's small, but we got we to gotta know.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of mutual friends. Mutual friends. Um, and then, you know, through mutual friends, we ended up meeting one another. And it was really like entrepreneurship that became like the basis of our friendship. And he was a really good accountability person to have on my team when I first started, you know, my initial businesses. And even the one that I have now, whenever I need some wisdom or encouragement, I'm like, I'm just going to call Dan. And, does. you know, does. <laughs> that's like the baseline of our friendship. But I don't know. That's,
1: it's been yeah. about
2: a couple of years since we yes. have you known each other.
1: Started in high school. Um, we, we did have mutual friends and then eventually we found common interests. And mm-hmm. for some reason, we both like business. So we just connected that's yeah. awesome yeah so
0: before this you guys have been keeping in touch yeah actually oh yeah. that's yeah. good see this is just meant to be <laughs> yeah. oh of course you want to hear co-host like oh okay sweet like, <laughs> with daniel right on okay wow so what what is the, the whole thing behind act because that's a unique name act and live right right where did that come from i
1: don't know um so obviously active uh-huh. is active <laughs> is like has to do with fitness, right? Oh, active, got it. Yeah, yep. active, and then mm-hmm. just the word live, you know. Just wanted to combine them two, and then just became active. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Just wanted to make it simple, nothing too crazy, nothing too sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Just something that everybody could get a grasp on. Yeah. Regardless of your age or just background, you know. Damn. Where, where did this, like, hunger come from?
0: Because, like, what, you, so you went to college, I, was in, I went right. to KCC as well, I dropped out. Okay. And then, but for me it was like, there was always something inside and then books and mentorships and you know, all these different things. But what was it for you?
1: Yeah. Um, in college? It, was, it was growing up. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Growing, uh, up. growing up, I didn't have the best childhood. I had like the decent, like I had like the basic things like my family could provide me for me and whatnot. But like this hundred is for like my future, mm. my future kids. I want to be able to provide for them. I want to be able to give them the life I never had, mm. you know, so it all just comes together yeah so are your parents initially from here or they're born and raised here yeah yeah. so actually my mom's Filipino Mm -hmm. fun fact is I never met my dad Uh, but I did grow up with my stepdad that raised me for a few years but it's a complicated story Um, short story is I lived with my auntie guys actually every year I moved with my auntie guys Wow and then eventually my mom came back, we got a house together, and we're all living together now. Wow. Yeah, so it's kind of complicated, but I'm happy for it just because it's made me a lot more mature than I really like my age. Yeah, so, for sure. Because I, I was like 20, in both of you
0: guys, yeah. I was like 21. Tw- what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I was yeah. lost, man, at 21. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing yet. That's incredible. So, you have any siblings? I do. I yeah. have actually
1: half siblings. Yeah. I have one older half sibling and mm-hmm. two younger half siblings. Mm, yeah, so man. our family is very um, apart, but very close. if it makes sense. I like that. Yeah, I like that. It makes
0: sense. Dang. And your mom is a uh, like a. Uh, she's
1: she's she's from here. She is from here, but well, she's born in the Philippines, but she came here. um Pretty much the story is my grandpa came here to work on the, the sugar fields. Got it. And then he brought his whole family here, and then ever since then, my mom had to like. Figure out her way through the states. Mm. So she would like work as a manager at like other places like IHOP mm-hmm. and like all the restaurants and then she started her own business. So that's pretty much where I get the the business side of my personality at, at least. Nice. So it's kind of just hustle, you know. Yeah, hustle man. So it out as that's go. like that kind of
0: immigrant kind of
1: <laughs> grind, bro.
0: Yeah. So, where did you start working out? Where? Or when because you're a fit dude and
1: Oh, you just tell I, them, like, I started in soft, my sophomore year of high school actually. Okay, I cool. didn't always work out. Um, my my lifestyle was actually the opposite. Mm. I would always play video games and I would just stay home eat hot pockets. Play <laughs> hot Vegas, pockets, which, yeah. Shout hours a day, out, man. Man. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Pepperoni, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, pepperoni! You gotta make it a little crispy. Yeah, exactly. There there like, it was good fun, but it came to a point where it wasn't fulfilling. Mm. Um, so I had to make a change, and then obviously here I now. So I'm still working towards the end goal. So yeah, making
0: progress at least. That's really good, man. Before we get into the questions, just, I'm just curious, like what? Has there been any, like for me, the first person who's ever helped me was one of my personal training clients because our personal training clients are the ones who will, you know, have that mid morning open. They're like, oh, let's, let's work out at 10 o'clock. I'm like, what do you do? I'm retired at, you know, 49. What? What did you do? Real estate, business, investing, you know, whatever it is, and I, I, I kind of pick their brain. And then it would get me into books and audios and all this stuff, but what was it for you? Were you always just kind of like, like you had somebody, or you knew somebody, or online,
1: internet? To be honest with you? Any books? YouTube. YouTube? You can literally learn anything on YouTube. That's true. Yeah. Or the internet in general. Wow. Like You just have to apply yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah. Any, any, uh, any mentions or shout outs?
1: Not specifically.
0: No? no. Like, for me, one of the... I've had many guys, so shout out to, like, Todd Durkin. He's uh, Drew Brees' trainer. Mm -hmm. learned a bunch of stuff from him, business, leadership. Also, Jocko Willink on leadership. Also, uh, Grant Cardone on sales and marketing and stuff like that. And there's just so many different people that I've been fortunate to have met and learn from. And then I also learned from... All of everybody here cause like, Dodie, he's a senior in high school. I don't even know half the stuff on, like, like <laughs> video and editing. And so he's behind the scenes cracking up. And so shout out to Dodie. Hashtag Dodie Bird. Yes. Yes. That's the nickname, yes. nickname Dodie yeah. Bird. So, yeah. Going into the questions, bro. I know um you had some questions from your guys. Or? I do. Bro. <laughs> yeah. So Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Dang. So this is from the Instagram. Uh. Uh,
1: yeah. You have anything specific, or just yeah, anyone? Way?
0: You can just start firing anyone.
1: Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, so the question is: best advice for someone who is starting an online business? Mm. Uh, I would say just do it. It sounds very cliche, but there's a lot like you have to plan, but it comes to a point where you plan so much that you don't even do it, you know. And I think application is like the biggest thing yeah. in anything. In any success, so whatever you want to do, just do it. It's not going to be perfect at first, mm-hmm. um, but at least you'll learn from it and just continue to make progress as you go. I like that. That's exactly, man. Analysis
0: paralysis, right? I know yeah, we, we talked about that, like analyzing too much, and then I I used to fall into that trap before. I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait till next year because I don't know everything. I'm going to wait till, and then it was next year, next year, next year. I was like, you know what? Let's just start it now. I don't know what I'm doing, but let's just jump in. And so I agree with that advice, and and I would say whatever the I'm not really sure what industry or business this is, but just finding out what problem this person is solving would be a good start. So if it's like uh, cooking or meal prep or whatever it is, online platform, finding that need and niche, and just just starting with people that already know, like and trust you, that way you can already you'll get honest feedback. It's like th- this is pretty good. Oh, this isn't that good. Could you tweak this? Yeah, right. and then start from there, and then you can start going outward. So I like that. Just start doing. Yeah, yeah. Just start doing.
1: Oh yeah, I totally agree on like to like your first clients or your first customers are going to be your friends and family.
2: Yeah,
1: you know. So definitely dig into your network and just it'll grow after that. Yeah. When did you? When did Act start? Was it two years ago? Uh, it started about twenty eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, yeah. It was mostly to my friends and like the people at the gym, cause and mm. you almost everybody at the gym. And then after that, it just exponentially exponentially grow. See, th-
0: because you're first off, you're dedicated. Plus, you're a handsome guy. Oh, and so it's just like that's why you know everybody at the gym, man. Oh, da- damn, man. All <laughs> oh, first Chaz and all It's like, dang, man. Like all these good-looking dudes. So, uh. Going back yeah. on, on the podcast, but no, thinking about it, man, that's that's really good advice. Just start doing it, right? Because yes. you're yeah. saying it's it can be you know overrated to think, 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 oh, think, yeah. think, and then right. not do it. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, start yeah. with people that you already know, like what you're saying. So good. Yeah, let's take another question. What's uh, what's another one on there? Check.
1: Uh, another question is, where do you see yourself in two years? Yeah, where do you see yourself? Uh, Two years 2023 yeah, maybe Dang. i don't know i don't know to be honest yeah. two years that's not enough time i say five years is, is like a good place to like see yourself yeah, yeah. what about five what are you five see years yourself. okay so maybe probably active will probably be successful in hawaii and then mm. probably be inside on like the west coast area mm. and then eventually if the if the business is like at the point where it's Sustainable, and maybe I'll start another business. Mm. So, and then if you were to start another uh, business on the side, what would that kind of be? Um, it would definitely be something that I, that's that I'm doing right now. Okay. So I like video. I like doing video work. So maybe like a marketing company. Mm. Marketing or media company. We'll see. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. So, we'll see. Digital marketing or something. Yeah.
2: So since you said like you know in two years you're not sure it's not like enough time is there any like small things that you foresee growth in within two years from now?
1: Specifically, as in what though?
2: Anything relationships. Uh, Hopefully, I have a girlfriend by then. (laughs) Uh, And I don't know,
1: maybe have a real estate investment property. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, possibly. I don't know. Not too sure. That's pretty cool. Yeah. In the next two years, yeah. I just, I just I just want things. to
1: see the, the business grow. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Cause right now, is it mostly where, where are all of your clothing going? Is it on it's, the island? It's off? on island, but yeah. then we're growing
1: in Hawaii. Mm. Yeah. My my goal is to <laughs> do Hawaii at least take over, not take over, but you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. then eventually head out to the West Coast and then you know Vegas and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we gotta talk then afterwards. Oh, that's actually. I mean,
0: we I mean, got some connections yeah. on island, off island too, and mainland too, so <laughs> that's good stuff, man. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it man. <laughs> plus you got the plus you got like the, the action going man. I, I can never tell you're an action guy. Yeah, <laughs> I try so. to. That's good. It's tough sometimes though. That's good. Alright, so let's go on to another question then. What's another one?
1: Um, I like these questions. Yeah. Another question is, how to be the most effective and efficient? Mm. Yeah, I think with that question, effective and efficient, I think you have to plan. Mm. Planning is important. Even if like, like I said before, just do it. Planning is really important as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't plan, then you're not gonna be efficient. Mm-hmm. Like you may not see the, the problems ahead of time. Mm. You know? So yeah, just plan, that's, that's my answer. Yeah. What about you, Court?
2: Well, like you was saying, you know, if you don't plan, you plan to fail. And that's like a really big thing in entrepreneurship or even just in your everyday life. And something that I've really learned from you is when you're intentional with your time, your time becomes a lot more efficient and effective. And so putting yourself in places and in tasks that you know that you're good at. Um, playing on your strengths and so the time that you're using is that much more effective. Than if you're trying to stretch yourself thin, doing a hundred million things that you're not necessarily good at mm-hmm. and delegating those tasks out and you know like you always emphasize networking and having your people that is who makes your time even that much more effective and efficient and so playing on those things learn a lot from you <laughs> i like
0: that cord. oh my gosh how about you yeah. i like that so yeah i i agree with both what you guys said about kind of planning and having mm-hmm. a structure out and it's kinda of like that balance that you guys are talking about. Plan, but don't over plan. And because like what you're saying, I really like what what you said about it can prevent future problems. If you if you think, Oh, okay, well, I might have too much or too little inventory and you know, whatever it might be. And so first step is I like to kind of just prioritize on paper. So I put like whatever ten things, seven things, seventeen things, put so it all on paper first. And then I'll prioritize which one, and the, the trick I got this from uh, Brian Tracy, was it? Basically, which couple activities, if we don't do, are we really gonna hurt in the future? So that's that's what they call more efficiency is like priority, you gotta get done. Mm-hmm. And then effectiveness is which one or two things out of the list would make, move the needle forward the furthest. And so so it comes down to like two or three things and then just putting it in the schedule and then just getting it done. But for me, and a bunch of other people, waking up early has been really helpful. Just waking up early before any appointments or anything going on, 60 minutes or 90 minutes, and then just getting stuff done. Because nobody's calling you at 5 a.m. or 30 a.m. And everyone, hopefully your household is still sleeping at yeah. that time, right? Yeah. Uh, plus it's a little bit cooler now, so everyone's <laughs> sleeping and that's been a big one just being waking up early yeah waking up
1: early so. i agree actually um, there's a lot of benefits to waking up at 5 30 in the morning mm-hmm. like that def- you definitely have a lot more time but then the thing i notice is that you're a lot more energized throughout the day as long as you get more sleep at least mm-hmm. but like yeah just having a longer day is so beneficial in anything you do yeah i mean as long as you use it you know
0: yeah that's a that's a good point i like that and the whole time thing too, it's so good because remember I was telling you, Court, I was like, oh man, I was up from you know four thirty to eleven thirty in the morning. I Already got one full work cycle in seven hours. Take an hour lunch break and then come back and we're doing stuff like this all the way until like seven or so, right? Seven, seven thirty. So I'm like, dang man, I got like double time yeah. in one day, and you know we're gonna go to sleep regardless, right? So I rather go to sleep feeling like, oh man, this is good. Yeah. You know, then sleeping like, oh, I didn't do anything, I have so much energy. Yeah. So right. yeah, that, that I like that. That helps with the priority uh as well too. yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Some good stuff. Mm-hmm. But going off on that, what is something that you do, Court, that gives you efficiency or effectiveness right now?
2: Um so definitely waking up early I try to start my day at like around 4 or 4.30 but for me personally you know depending on what you do depending on your religion like that's one thing that gives me peace of mind because as an entrepreneur you need that you need to be able to hone your thoughts back in Um, because when your mind is scattered all over the place you can't work efficiently um, and you don't give quality work Um, so that has been super helpful and then exercise like exercise a hundred percent you have to get your body moving Mm -hmm. um because when you have a healthy body you have a healthy mind you'll have a healthy Mm -hmm. business and that's all like you talk about balance Mm -hmm. um i've seen the fruits that you know those practices have you know bore me for my Mm -hmm. business and i always encourage any other fellow entrepreneurs to do it because that's where the success comes from, and it's discipline. It's not always easy getting yeah. up that early, especially when you're twenty-two. All you want to do is sleep, but um, it's been super beneficial, and you know you just gotta start doing it, just like everything else. So like oh that
0: working yeah. out. You guys worked out today? I did work out today. Damn. Yeah, you I'm too. Run. You
1: ran. Oh, every,
0: all of us worked out early. That's good, man. See, yeah. that's the habits, bro. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just
1: wanted to add on that. Yeah. Like working out in the morning is like super. Beneficial compared to working out at night. I just mm. feel like. Because you, you kickstart your day pretty much. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're like way ahead. You're way awake. And you can just like focus on problems and solve problems a lot mm. faster. So. Yeah. yeah. I like that
0: a good point working out in the morning for that productivity and yeah what kind of workouts do you do let's stay on topic like workouts um
1: do you like a split routine i or? do i do bro split or like just you know like push pull legs oh okay yeah push six times legs. a week we'll see yeah five or five to six times a week yeah. yeah so for those
0: that listening push pull legs is basically push so all your pushing exercises mm-hmm. on one day your bench your overhead press triceps and then your pulling exercises on one day your back, your chin ups, lat pull downs, rows, and then your squats on the 30s. so you do it you do that Monday Wednesday Friday or are you doing it uh-huh. at like three days on. Like,
1: That's actually weeks? the frequency is two times a week. Two times. So a week. you actually go to the gym six times. Oh, oh I see. So yeah. Push pull
0: legs, push pull legs, rest.
1: Yeah, but the volume is not that intense, you know. Nice. So you only do a certain amount of exercise and sets, but you don't go to the point where you're super tired. Mm. Just so you, I don't know. There's there's some kind of rule about that. Like if, the more you frequently hit the muscle. Mm. The more efficient it is. Yeah,
0: yeah, so yeah. Protein synthesis. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, two times
1: a week. Yeah, it's
0: like the sweet spot
1: That's what we do too. Okay.
0: Yeah, two times a week. Ours is uh, some of our trainers will train lower body one day, upper mm-hmm. body one day, and then full body one day. Right. So it's like, kind of like what you're saying. The volume is kind of split. Mm. And then we'll get that two times a week frequency, um, squatting or pressing twice a week. So yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, great.
1: it all depends on your schedule, you know. Not everybody right. is able to like go to the gym six times a week, mm-hmm. so obviously having that like push pull leg like, routine is effective and like going to the gym for three days in a week, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so
0: people are gonna uh, get mad at me if I don't ask what kind of what does that workout look like. So what does Monday look like? Monday, just let's, do let's just do the first three.
1: Yeah, so Monday uh, it would be like a chest day or chest, oh, yeah. chest and tries, shoulders.
0: International chest day.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I don't do the barbell bench just because I like dumbbell benching. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I feel like it's more. It's a lot more beneficial mm-hmm. and it's a lot more safer mm-hmm. too. So I do uh, chest, shoulders, and tries, dumbbell bench, mm-hmm. uh, shoulder press, lateral raises, it for sounds. Mm. When so when you stuff.
0: mean by a lower volume? Is that like three to four sets or uh, yeah?
1: I would say three to four sets, um, depending mm-hmm. on what you're aiming for—hypertrophy or strength. Uh, mm-hmm. Ten to twelve or five reps, you know. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on your goals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then what about Tuesday? That's your Tuesday's my day. push oh, or pull day. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a pull day. Down. So back, I just do like um, rows, pull downs, basic stuff like that. Bicep oh, curls. Yeah. There so, you go,
0: man. Yeah. Yeah, rows for the bros, and then legs is what squats, squats, squats,
1: squats stiff legged deadlifts, hamstring curls.
0: There we go, man. That's basic it. stuff.
1: You know, you don't need to complicate it. To be honest, that's
0: true. You just get Yeah, stronger. just like three, four exercises, right? Just yeah. it out and yeah. I like that. So, what do you do for recovery? Do you say so like do you just eat good?
1: Um, make sure you get your sleep in. Try to get my sleep in at okay. least, and then also stretching and uh, foam rolling helps mm. a lot. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I feel like people don't think. So, actually, recovery is like the most important part. So, I don't know, this is just my theory, but when you're working out, you're breaking down your muscle, right? Yes. People think you're building muscle, which you don't. You mm-hmm. just you break it down so that when you recover, it can get bigger or stronger. Mm-hmm. So, re- recovery is everything. Um, I think, right? I'm correct? I'm yeah, correct? yeah. Okay, Because, oh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, <laughs> when you're resting, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. You're
0: definitely building when you're resting and eating and okay. sleeping. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's true. Because, yeah, when you're working out, you're just actually giving micro, micro tears. Mm-hmm. So. That's a good point. Instead of spending like two hours at the gym, I remember being in high school, man, like uh, people listening, if you guys remember the uh, the Gold's gym, the old 808 gym, it's in Maluku Industrial. It's shut down now, many, many owners, but I remember back then we, I would just believe what the magazines would say. Like, yeah, you know, do this, this, and this, and you know, it was like German training method. I mean, I'm sure they all work, but I was just taking it out of context. Mm-hmm. You know 10 sets of 10 and you know max out uh and i literally ended up doing chest and biceps like three days week. <laughs> so yeah and then so what are your goals now daniel with, like working out
1: working out yeah uh so when i was in high school hypertrophy was the goal
0: uh-huh.
1: but now it's just getting stronger but not too strong to the point where i'm sore all the time uh-huh. and just being healthy because i don't know i feel like i'm getting old i'm only 22 years old but like I don't like having a sore back. I don't like mm-hmm. having sore elbows. You know. Uh, oh so, yeah, that's a good point. So it's just mainly about health at this point, point. and also like working out in the morning. It, it benefits you, and your goals throughout the day. So that's mm-hmm. one of the one of the one of the good things. Yeah, so. that's a good point because the
0: whole elbow and joints thing. I, I remember thinking like, just a couple of years ago, we were doing powerlifting, yeah. and I entered we meat and everything, and. After the meet, my like my lower back and my my elbows and my wrists are all messed up. I was like, wait a minute, I'm like 23 mm-hmm. years old with messed up wrists, and yeah. you know, this is not good. Like I, I'm starting to have like arthritis kind of symptoms. I'm mm-hmm. you know, like ooh, yeah. And so I agree, man. Just kind of like keeping the strength, right. but just health, healthy. Because like
1: when you're powerlifting, the risk of like any oh. hurt is insane. You know, yeah. and like it comes to a point. This is my personal opinion. It comes to a point where it's just. Is it worth it? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I can squat this much, but I'm all messed up now. Yeah. You know? But the two each are their because I know people like that. Right. right. Same here. Yeah. I love friends, too. Yeah.
0: And I guess, yeah, it, what you're saying about goals, because for me, I stopped powerlifting after I pulled my back, and I, it was, uh, I gave myself sciatica. I was deadlifting. Uh, I, sh- I was supposed to only do a single at five uh four ninety five, and then I went for a double. I was like, I'm feeling good. That second rep, halfway up, pop. And I couldn't move for like 10 minutes. And people were freaking out. Like, dude, what happened to you? It was just right down. And I remember one of my coaches was like, dude, what happened? I heard a pop. I was like, I I can't move. It was all numb. Mm. And the next like two weeks, it was just torture. I mean, if anybody pulled it back, you know, that feeling chiropractor and all this stuff. And after that, I was like, is it really worth it? You know, lifting like more than that. Or, you know, after that, I was like, eh, I'm just gonna go slow and you know, whatever. Time under tension instead. Yeah. So I agree, man. That's good. And people curious, how long is your workout?
1: Um, I would say an hour to an nice. hour and a half. Hour and a half. If it's if it's an hour and a half, I'm doing cardio for twenty minutes. Uh, I see. I so see. mainly an hour. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. What's your
0: preferred cardio?
1: Stairmaster. Stairmaster? <laughs> Stairmaster. I, to be honest with you, I hate running. Mm. My my joints are terrible. Mm. You can't run. Stairmaster, yeah, just kinda just you know, yeah. yeah. Some uh, low intensity stuff. That's good. I like I hit here and there. Yeah. But too much like too much is you no know, good. Yeah, yeah. that's Because 'Cause you're
0: already squatting twice a week. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, is there something that you like to do, Court? Partic- I know you're like run or you do other stuff. <laughs> or-
2: um, I can't pay attention for a very long period of time, especially when it comes to exercise. So when I was on Oahu, when yep. I first moved there, I'd go to F45 in, um, poikai Actually, I went to Kahala a couple times. Oh, um, the one that Shane owns. Oh, yeah. wait,
0: so you knew, wait, shout out. So Shane, who <laughs> was on a previous podcast three episodes ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so wait, go back to Shane. So you knew him before or you didn't know him?
2: No, I never oh. knew who owned um, the facility, but my friend and I would go because we didn't like, you know, are you going to run for an hour or yeah. lifting and it's fine, you know, because yeah. you were in a group setting and yeah. they're super safe now, even within like the COVID restrictions. Yeah. Um. So I enjoyed it, you know, high intensity music playing and after 45 minutes, you're good. You go home, yeah. you got your workout and you go on with the rest of your day. So, oh,
0: wow. Yeah. So you, you actually went to that F45. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's crazy! <laughs> yeah, and then we just met them last month, right? Right. Last month, so yeah, they're awesome. Forty-five, and that—that's that, why it's so great. Like exercise and working out. There's so many different styles, mm-hmm. right? Right? There's the like the pure bar everywhere. There's like power yogas mm-hmm. to like boot camp, CrossFit, powerlifting, bodybuilding. I mean, literally so many different things. Right. So, yeah. yeah. E- even just like walking, right? Just mm-hmm. walking thirty minutes every day. Would Helps your heart,
1: so. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, good stuff. Yeah, some people like group workouts. Actually, I think yeah. it's, I think it's, um, it's all personal preference. Mm-hmm. But some people don't like working out solo, just because yeah. it's hard to maintain your motivation. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes true. you don't know what you're doing. True. And then some people like group workouts, you know, because you're, you're guided at least, mm-hmm. and you're like, you're within a time frame, so. Yeah. You know, just you know, to right. each a What yeah. their goal is at that time, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: And that's so true, because even when I first started working out junior year in high school it would always be with somebody yeah. like, very rarely is like just myself right because mm-hmm. i was like hey bro you want to you gonna go lift some chest today you, yeah. <laughs> you want to bench bro wait did we just bench Yeah, we're gonna bench again today yeah ah, okay cool but but basically it would be with like a mini group basically right like yeah you got this push you know like that 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 what it's like uh, that excitement romance yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, we did some crazy stuff. Did power shrugging craziness. and Definitely wasn't healthy though. It just,
1: wasn't, but it's just, fun. Yeah, it's fun yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I agree about the whole group setting thing. Yeah. Wow. Have you guys done any like, so you done
1: F45 stuff. Have you
0: done any like group training or do you prefer working out in a, like, with a couple
1: bros or? I, I, I like working out with the bros because, you know, you just vibe well yeah. together. But like I have done
0: like working out. Let's do <laughs> a shout out.
1: Uh, there's too many. There's too many. Out. Yeah, where do you where do you normally work now? Which gym? Uh, I currently work out at a Powerhouse, but I work oh. out at Long Powerhouse, powerhouse so gym in Kihei. Oh, in Kihei. Yeah. You live nice all gym. there? No, I don't actually. Oh. But that's the only gym that has free weights, in on the island. That's close close to me at least. Right, right, uh, right. The old gym was Twenty Four Hour Fitness, but that closed down. Yeah, yeah. shut down. So, but I used to live with, or I used to lift with all the boys um, at Twenty Four Hour Fitness after school. Yeah. like like after school we would go around four o'clock and we just hit legs and bench and it's See? honestly a nice vibe yeah that's yeah. good man you're
0: yeah. like yeah let all squat together yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like six guys on
1: one bench oh my
0: god oh my yeah, 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 everyone's yeah, yeah. taking their sweet time well, you know like max effort. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work our way up you know yeah. give me five minutes yeah. bro. get off the bench <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel you. but I remember um we, when we did a girl split too in high uh, college high school college Fridays were always like arm day. I, can't, I, can't, well, the, I think it was like chest day, monday, back Tuesday, Wednesday was like legs, Thursday delts, and then Friday arms, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the frequency wasn't there, but we were like 17 and it was so fun doing arm on Friday, and then we would just you know go to a friend's house, looking all swole, right? Yeah, a little pump yeah. going on. Yeah. Okay, don't do too much, guys. We're gonna look flat. So eat some carbs. You know, get do some seven sets of biceps or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm just kind of just remembering all these fun stuff. Good times. Good times. So, so Courtney, what do you have going on right now? I'm just curious. Like people listening, they're like, hey, so we were talking about business and stuff. So what do you do?
2: So, I own a virtual assistant agency called the Biz Wing Girl. Um, And, like, the mantra of the business, you know, is like helping business owners do more of what they love and less of what they must. And so, I have a team of girls, and we basically handle general admin, um, coordinating. We even have like personal assistant services, kind of like what uh, we did with you when you came over to Honolulu. Um, and we just handle all the minute tasks so that you can go and do the stuff you love about entrepreneurship because for me, you know, I want to make sure that business owners and entrepreneurs can stay passionate and sometimes you can lose the passion when you're working on things that you're not necessarily good at or you don't necessarily enjoy. Um, so yeah, a lot of my clients are in like real estate investment worlds. I have a house flipping client. Um, I have some clients that are in, you know, the fitness industry, um, so there's like a plethora of different people that I work with, mm-hmm. um, but the foundation of what we do is really just caring for our clients and making sure that we can help them run their business more efficiently, so they can focus on the important stuff.
1: Just mm-hmm. hustling, yeah, she's hustling. Yeah, <laughs> <some> hustling <laughs> she's on
2: it, right? And
0: for everyone listening, where did that drive come from for you?
2: Um, to, I to do all this stuff. I think it's very similar to, like, you know, Daniel's story. Growing up in Hawaii, it's a very slow-paced, you know, island fever. Um, (laughs) And for me, I always wanted more out of life. And because of that drive to give myself more, to give my kids more, and to give my community more, someone has to do the legwork. And if Mm -hmm. it's not me, then who? Um, So, you know, understanding what my goals are, understanding where I want to be in life is what drives me every day. And knowing that my life should and will have impact mm-hmm. is what keeps me motivated. And, you know, being able to work with people like Daniel, being able to work with people like you and surround yourself with people with mindsets that are limitless. Like, that has been a big driving force. Uh, yeah. I like
0: that. No, just real quick, like, I want to acknowledge you guys, man, because mm-hmm. you guys are 21, 22 or 22. Mm-hmm. Two. Yeah. Both like are 22. Turn, I
1: think we're turning 23 this year. Oh, 23 this year. year. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, we're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> and, no,
0: I, I just really want to acknowledge that because 22 years old and you guys are doing it. Not talking about it. You guys are doing it. You know, you guys are doing it and, and day in and day out and you guys are talking to people, doing it, selling, doing stuff. You know, all this different stuff and that's really commendable, man, because I there's not many people uh, 22 that's getting after it like you guys are but, you know like i mean that's that's why you guys are here you guys are ambitious and you guys want to help people you guys want to make an impact and difference and just kind of spread what you guys are doing so man i just want to acknowledge that because I, I honestly didn't think you were 22 you're you're way more mature than 22 yeah. man. i was like i was like yeah, wait what 22 and then even <laughs> when you said 20 22 i was like oh you guys could definitely pass, not not, not like looks like, but <laughs> like, you know, the inside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like 20, something like that. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. So that's really good. So you know, speaking about that, go ahead,
1: Courtney.
2: Well, for, you know, your business, like what advice do you think, like one really important piece of advice that you can give to us? Because, you know, you've grown your business to be successful and you've networked very well with other people. Um, What has been the key to your success within these past few years of growing Yana Gita Fitness?
0: Oh, there's a lot. So I guess off the cuff, we'll go with the most, the one that's like blasting in the face is just taking care of people. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's a lot of people that has been with us from day one, who's been a supporter of what we do from 2015, 14, 15 even. And that was basically six years ago, I was probably 22, I was 22, and I had my first couple guys come in, and I remember thinking, like, wow, you know, these are, I got to take care of these people, and they're still here to this day, and they'll bring people in, they'll refer, they love you, they, you know, they support, and they're like the little, uh, it's like the little army of fighting sickness in the gym. Besides that, the next one would be having a team. Because I remember thinking to myself that I had to do it all myself before. Like, I'd wake up uh, super early and then, you know, do everything. I remember doing the bookkeeping, the taxes, really just everything. And I remember I actually collapsed and had anxiety attacks and almost went to the ER that night. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want to go to the ER because I don't want to make news for hey, you know, a trainer, you know, going to the ER for whatever. So, taking care of the people and really just taking care of the team too. I think probably the two biggest thing. Because uh, everybody here is like a like a big family, man. Dody's like a little like a little brother figure, right? He's seventeen and he's learning, adapting, and everybody here and all of our trainers and all of our members from day one. So I'm just really thankful. I think having that gratitude and humility is huge, right? So I think that's
1: it. Humility and gratitude. I Can I ask you a question? Of course. Of course. Does it does it bring you fulfillment? It's yes. It's for the audience. For yeah. You. So
0: fulfillment is especially because there's going to be times, right, where everyone's in the grind, like especially during COVID, We're all worried, oh, we're going to keep the lights on. Are we going to pay rent? Even during all of that, when we still hear people, like, let's just say, get off of medications because of their eating healthy, losing weight, and we get the phone call of people crying, you know what, Joe, I finally got off my medication. You know, unbelievable. I was on it for 19 years, and now me and my husband, we don't need medication anymore. We don't need to take insulin and, you know, jab it in. And when we hear those stories, if it doesn't, whatever whatever industry, whatever you're doing with people, if that doesn't bring like a... changing gears because this is crazy. I don't think i ever shared this on the podcast, or maybe if I did, we're <laughs> gonna hear it again. <gasps> About <laughs> failure. So before or slash during Yanagito Fitness, yeah. I had failed two businesses. One was a networking mar uh, network marketing company that I failed. And we have to shut that down. The other one was a kinda like a mastermind type thing. I had it for about six months, about a year, and then I shut that down too. Actually the third one I failed was a house flipping real estate, right? And it was crazy because I was this was two thousand sixteen. I remember like looking at house, no money down stuff and I almost got into legal trouble because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. So that was like a time where I probably should have thought about it a little bit more before, you know, all these different things that I did. They're like, hey, you know, we're gonna send an attorney after you said, like, oh dang, okay. So three failed businesses before to Fitness. And at first it really sucked. I was like, oh man and then I accumulated forty five thousand in debt. Forty five thousand in debt, uh, two thousand sixteen seventeen. And, you know, it's just crazy that we don't have any debt right now, you know, and especially during COVID, too. But that was one of the hardest setbacks was closing the first three businesses and thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, I failed one business, two business, three business. And then also accumulating that much debt. Because when you accumulate debt, it's a personal guarantee, right? So you guarantee it. So it's not like hey it's gone so the debt's yeah, gone so we exactly. still gotta pay it right? it's our name on it right oh so i think that's a good i just wanted to share that because i know a lot of people talk about the good times right right the good times and all that but so now we're gonna flip,
2: we'll flip <laughs> that.
0: what are some of the big failures or mistakes that gained you big lessons yeah, let's go Courtney. corny
2: okay <laughs> um I actually had two failed businesses prior to this one, and it was, like, um, it was not fun for me. Uh, One was a boutique, and another one was, it was going to go into beauty. Um, And what I had to realize was, for a second, I felt, okay, I am not built for entrepreneurship. I am terrible at this, you know, and it was so weird because I don't think anyone highlights their failures enough. And that's the two failures that I try to highlight a lot, especially when people ask me about my business now. Because just because I'm flourishing now doesn't mean that failures never occurred. And so, you know, accumulating debt, accumulating bills tied to failed businesses is that much more painful. Um, but it really catapulted me into the direction I was meant to go because I was never passionate about fashion. I was never passionate about beauty. I wear makeup maybe twice a week. So I don't know what I was trying to do, but that's what was you know, praised in the media. At that time, that's what women wanted. They wanted bikinis, and acacias, all that good stuff. But I wasn't passionate about it. What I was passionate about to this day and always have been is people. And so when I started making a business that was built around what I found my heart to be passionate about that's when the success comes Mm -hmm. and you know for anyone that's wanting to become an entrepreneur or anyone who's in the process of building their business you're going to fail but you have to fail forward and you know even if it's failed partnerships because that even happens along the way where you have partners in business and you failed them or they failed you and you have to find a way to navigate through all of it. Because if you just stop in your tracks and think, OK, this isn't for me, you'll never reach the places you're destined to get to. Mm-hmm. And I am so thankful that I didn't give up on entrepreneurship um, because I wouldn't be able to have traveled. You know, I wouldn't have been able to be with my parents during holidays or mm-hmm. my family. I wouldn't even be able to be here. I'd be you know, stuck at my 9 to 5 job as a medical assistant. Um, but now I get to be around people that I love. I get to do what I love for a living and encourage people day in and day out. And it was my failures that really, you know, guided my hand to where I am today. So, you know, failures is, has to be a part of your conversation when you're talking about your business, not just the accolades or the accomplishments, because that's a part of you, you know, mm-hmm. and learning to be okay with it, learning to be comfortable with it and share it, you're going to encourage someone that may have failed. And failures can be a big testimony when you're trying to encourage someone to keep moving forward. So, yeah, I like that.
0: you know, I like that too, Corey, because it's like I think we talked about this uh, maybe sometime last month in Oahu or a phone yeah. call about about the the whole the working thing, right? About Instead of 9 to 5, it's like, as soon as I wake up to as soon as we go to sleep, yeah. <laughs> we're always doing something. And it's just like, but we love it so much right. that we're willing to do that. Actually, now, like, I don't think I've ever worked from uh, 4.30 in the morning till like, and like, a more than a 10-hour shift right. before going into the gym thing. Um, and then, of course, you know, you gotta you got to balance everything and make sure yeah. you're okay and stuff, but... Uh, I like that. That's really good. Growth, growth, muscle, muscle <laughs> failures. Yeah. What about you, Daniel?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I think failures are a good thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, it's, and not only talking about business, but like I'm not great at school. I, I, I get bad grades just because I'm a little lazy here and there. But like school isn't for me, and like I'm still trying to make it through. But even then, for some people, school is it's not for everybody. You know. Um, yeah. but the weird thing is I'm good at things I love mm. actually. and it sounds very cliche but when you enjoy doing things you're a lot better at it just because you, when you're passionate about it you're persistent you know you, you push through the obstacles yeah. right. um, that's true about yeah, yours you know, it's a good thing
0: yeah. Yeah. I like that you know talking about failure too it's so important because there's different aspects of failure right muscle failure physical failure mm-hmm. feeling mentally i remember feeling burned out many times and there's failure with maybe like losing a client or you know whatever it might have been and and going to the school for it, i like that because i was a 1.9 high school gpa so i was even worried i was going to graduate high school my parents were like you, you know they're they're from japan so usually they're super strict but i was always a Outcast of my family Because I'm the only Person in the family That's born outside of Japan Everybody else is born in Japan And uh, so I kind of Always had that like oh you know You're Japanese but you're not Japanese You know like the whole thing like uh, Even if it's a joke And in college I was like yeah you know I want to go the college route And then I had a 0.9 GPA I was like ah oh, I gotta drop out man It's not I gotta take another It's gonna take me 6 years to get a bachelor And why not go to a trade school? You know, something different. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with trade schools, right? Trade schools or specializations and stuff like that. And I want to give a shout-out to National Personal Training Institute in Orlando. It was episode two. We had Chris Williams, my professor. It's, uh, I think it was a six-month program. And you're just doing fitness and training, like live training every day, which was so helpful. Like, hands-on coaching, you know, your posterior chain, like, all these different things. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm learning. So, I I can't agree more about the whole
1: failure thing. And, like, not to bash on the education education system. I mean, it's good for some people, you know. But some people just don't have the risk tolerance to be risky in life. Because, obviously, going to school, it's a safer route. You get your degree, you get an entry-level job, and you're safe and secure. But for some people, they want more, you know. They don't just want to be... They don't just want to live that way. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, the education system is not bad at all. It yeah. reaches their own. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true because mm-hmm. yeah, we always
0: need more nurses yeah. and doctors mm-hmm. and uh, attorneys and all those uh, fields that only can do it through, uh, through a degree. That's, true, yeah. So. Yeah. that's a good point. That's a good point. Do you have uh, another question, Daniel?
1: We'll, we'll wrap it up. Um, the two more. These questions aren't that interesting. Not interesting yeah <laughs> uh, Who sent <said> them? <laughs> Who sent them? Uh, the last question <laughs> I have is um, what is a limiting belief you have for yourself and have you have grown you out of that mindset? Huh. So one limiting belief for me is that I can be very um, introverted at times, but okay. when I, when I need to be extroverted, I, I will be you know. Like mm. in certain situations If you need a network With people That you don't know That, mm-hmm. that can be a very Like scary experience mm-hmm. But you just have to do it Because if not You won't move forward Yeah You know So you just gotta Face your fears oh, I but, know. Yeah So,
0: so it's like Today an example then It is
2: I'm
1: <laughs> very nervous coming <laughs> yeah. But we'll huh. definitely Do another episode Yeah We're this.
0: gonna do another yeah. one With Chaz Yeah I'm yeah. Yeah. gonna come Hopefully. back Chaz Listening to this <laughs> So I like that so it's introvert, but extrovert when you want to in certain to situations. Right?
1: I think you need to because yeah, I like I, the way I see it is like you never see a shy, successful person mm. unless like they're like a big investor or something. Right, right, that's true. Most of them are just, you know, they, they, have, they can public speak. Right. And they right. can communicate very good. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm.
0: I like that. What about you, Court?
2: Um, we actually did this exercise with my friends because um, she had the she won the Tony Robbins class oh, okay. um, and we sat down and talked about limiting beliefs and one that we both had in common is um, if I make a lot of money then I'm a selfish person and I think in Hawaii you know a lot of times and I talked to you about this is that sometimes people will make you believe that you're selfish if you surpass their success mm-hmm. or if you become super successful um, and I had to let go of that because as my success increases, as my financial growth increases, um, I have more resources to help people. And allowing myself the room to grow, allowing myself the ability to understand that growth is not bad, and you know, originating it back to where my heart is at and knowing that deep down, my success isn't just for me, it's for my family, it's for mm-hmm. my community, um, that has helped me get to a place where I'm chasing after the success and once I grab hold of it because I will um, it'll be fine you know and it's Mm -hmm. that much more impactful for other people and for my own life so Mm
0: -hmm. I like that you know and that's a good point about what you're saying about it's for your family and you know people you care about because it really is anything right if you're smarter than somebody you have a higher degree or you're healthier more fit more strong than your let's just say family members and I remember feeling that when I was 19 or 20, I started working out, and people around me were like, Oh, so you know, that's all you do now? You just work out all the time. You don't even, go, you don't even come out to parties. What, what is up with that? You know, 19, right? And so, and then it changed. That feeling changed when I was like, Hey, you guys wanna come along the ride and work out? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, are you sure I can come work out with you know and that's how it, it probably is that's why you're such a you know social guy at the gym people probably like hey man uh, can, I, can I work out with you <laughs> yeah, Daniel yeah. right and pay people same thing Court uh, could you help me with something and you're probably like of course and th- that, that weird that envy kind of feeling disappears because we're all helping each other yeah. and it's so true whether it's in book smart whether it's in health strength fitness career finance whatever it is the more further we go on the progress the the people in our close circle they'll still appreciate us if we help them if we pull them up right you know so i like that yeah.
1: Well, yeah. limiting belief uh, okay. they eventually gravitate towards you yeah. like the people that yeah. like are against what you're doing mm-hmm. they eventually gravitate just because they come to re- realization that they're wrong mm-hmm. you know
0: it's like i wonder how daniel's doing huh yeah. like dang man is he is he still is he still doing the act yeah man it's 2021 he's still doing it yeah. oh actually yeah let me just let me just, just try connect. it out yeah yeah, yeah. let <laughs> yeah. 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 me go talk let me go buy curious. something and yeah. we'll go see what the 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 leggings are all about <laughs> wait so uh with your attire what do you what do you say do we do never I never got say? into that
1: yeah good
0: question yeah i know you have leggings right you have
1: uh, I, I it's pretty much lifestyle, lifestyle. kind of clothes yeah i have some active wear here and there i'm still trying to develop that side but yeah. mostly it's casual like regular shirts yeah good workout shirts yeah What what is it, some of your most popular stuff uh the girl side oh, i yeah. noticed like girls buy more clothes than guys, which is true. I've, I've never realized that till now. More than guys? More than guys, yeah. Oh, so I'm trying to focus on the women's side. Is the, the, legging it's the leggings stuff. The leggings, the bralettes, whatever you call it. Oh. Yeah, so.
0: Wow. Yeah. Huh, so like, let's just say for the guys, so like for the guys that you say that do
1: buy, what do they buy? Is it more um, like the hoodies? They'll buy the shirts shirts yeah i have yet to release tank tops but i'm pretty sure they'll buy that as well
0: Damn.
1: yeah I, I gotta get me a shirt then oh dang,
0: yeah, you oh, oh, right, well. you're ready man. <laughs> prepared, man i like this i like this XL. okay got it i got it oh. <laughs> so you know i want to just wrap this uh podcast up but before we wrap it up like one more time man i just want to thank you guys for coming here on this uh on this warm it's getting warm actually it's kind of weird on this warm Wednesday, we're recording this, and for all that you guys do, and for sharing what you guys are experiencing and going through, and actually doing, so with that, our final question: What does fighting sickness with fitness I mean to you guys? When you see this right behind me, fighting sickness with fitness, what do you guys think of
2: first? Yeah. Okay. Ladies first. <laughs> um, fighting sickness with fitness. You know, one thing that I always emphasize is mental health. Um, And like I said, exercise, getting your body moving, that is a big tool that can equip you with not only confidence, you know, of feeling better, of looking better. It equips you with the ability to know that you can control your body. And if you can control your body, you can control your mind. And... um, you know, being around you and seeing how much energy you have and how much energy you exude to everybody else, you know? People will gravitate towards that and be like, I want that much energy. How do I get it? And you have been a very good example for what that looks like to not only be active physically, but to be active in your community. Mm -hmm. And that in and of itself has been impactful for me in my life in the way that I can run my business. And so Fighting Sickness with Fitness is really using... You Know the motion of exercise and what it does, and implementing it into the way that you think, into the way that you do things, cool. and the way that you serve others. So
0: that's the mic drop for Courtney.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh. dang, dang, Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> I, sh- I probably should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: fighting sickness with fitness. Uh, it's, it's what it says. Mm. Um, exercising literally makes a difference in the world, and it's total. I feel like it's underrated, it really is. Because mm-hmm. you can change your life by working out. And not just physically but emotionally and mentally as well mm-hmm. you know so fitness is totally under, underrated but, um, So i like That's
0: that good. change your life yeah. Yeah. i like that it's a good <laughs> answer man so thank you guys for listening if you guys are watching what are you guys waiting for man you gotta subscribe share this video share these two guys and see you guys in the next episode thank you for having us man thank yeah. you guys appreciate it. take care